Welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast, the daily podcast dedicated to helping you grow your business online with a brilliant website. Learn about the advantages of custom web design, tailored web development, and strategic web marketing with expert advice for business owners and entrepreneurs in Brisbane, Australia. Join Brisbane locals Saul Edmonds and Gillian Smith from Roundhouse, the creative agency, as they chat about these topics and so much more. Are you ready to grow your business with a brilliant website? Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast. This is episode number 17, and today's episode is entitled Affordable Website Design Brisbane. My name is Saul Edmonds, and as usual, I'm joined by the lovely Gillian Smith. Good morning, Saul. Okay. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. We are the co-founders and creative directors of Roundhouse, the creative agency, a local business with a passion for helping our clients grow. Over to you, Jill. Okay, well, in today's episode, we will cover all you need to know about affordable website design. As usual, our goal is to help small business owners and entrepreneurs who live in Brisbane, Australia. Now, if you have a set budget and you need a new website, you may be checking out affordable options when it comes to your website design. So how much does an affordable website cost? How can you save money on your next custom website? And what are some things that you need to look out for when seeking out the more affordable options? Okay, let's get started. Well, okay, Saul, from your experience, what can you say about pricing and expectations about pricing for an affordable uh, small business website in Brisbane 2019? Okay, so the digital landscape has, of course, changed quite a lot. At the beginning of uh, when websites first came into being, you know, websites were generally very expensive. Not that not that certain websites or um all depending on the scope of your project, um, but that isn't the case. But once again, that comes back down before you're even starting to look at price on what your uh, expectations are of what you're going to get to match expectations with cost. So if you're talking about um, affordable, that to some extent um it depends on what somebody views as affordable. But, you know, if you were going to say, if uh, there's the question that I get all the time, which is what what is a, an average an average website? When someone says, I want the price for an average website, an average website for us might be that we build for people, might be four to six pages. It's a purely informational site. Um, four to six pages and depending on any extra scope that can range you know sort of a starting price is you know around two and a half to three thousand and then up from there because sometimes smaller sites will also have particular features in them that make that um, that price you know a lot more or but starting price is sort of around there and up. Okay, so what are some ways that people can save money on a custom website design? They save money, well, they can save money um, not, I mean, we would consider most of the time if we're doing that sort of site that we just spoke about, like a four to six page site, that doesn't include any additional copywriting from our part so um 
that there's an assumption there, and and this is is spoken about with the client that they'll be providing that information for the website with that sort of of pricing. Um, so you can save money can, with your own copywriting. Yeah, you can save money um, with your own copywriting. There's there's also a part of that is that they would provide, although we can arrange to have professional photography and videography done for people, of course, but if they're going to provide their own um, photography too, that's a that's an assumed part of that sort of website as well. What about the idea of starting small, like keeping your website small and adding onto it over time? Yeah, that's right. I mean, having if if you're budget and spending especially if you're a startup and you don't have a great deal of funding initially to be able to do particular things having core things in place um, is important like a a smaller website at least having a website it's better i think to have a website up that's smaller that still has the most important information there than no website because then at least your site can start to be indexed by google people can start to see it and you've got some profile that still looks great and does a great job and you can um, expand on it over time. And what about some DIY solutions such as Wix? Is that a good solution for an affordable small business website? Yeah, well, you've got Wix, Squarespace, Shopify and a whole host of other solutions out there. And certainly, you know, we would always consider having a professionally designed website is is the best option you can have because you have people, uh, you have a support team there too, um, and you have have the right amount of thought and and energy put into your project for ultimately and also the benefit of your experience. brand, yeah, and experience there too. And working with, I mean, somebody that has done this many times before, but um, ultimately people know their business best as well so that's where that partnership comes into play but it's not necessarily a bad thing for people if if they really have to to do it themselves because i found many times it can be a stepping stone then for people to um actually realize that's not what they want anyway and sometimes people don't know that and they have to do it themselves but on the positive side they get to have get up and running yeah, they get up and running, but they also get to have the experience of knowing how to edit a website, becoming more familiar with these these tools as well. So when they get another version of the site, they're already a bit more experienced, which is is always helpful. So building your own website is a learning process. It, it certainly is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that because you build your website that um, – you're going to feel that you've done a great job. In fact, there's many, many instances where people have done that and halfway through the process they realise it's not what they want and then they get one built for them from someone like us because um, they've had to go through that process to realise that. Uh, but that's okay. You've you've still learnt something in the process. Okay. Well, what are some watch points and things to look out for when you're trying to achieve a good result from an affordable website? Um, things, things to uh, – when you're trying to save money, I think 
it's good regardless of whether you're getting someone to do it for you or you're doing it yourself is still always try to keep your eyes and your mind on the prize which is what you're trying to convey it's very easy for you know for all of us really to get involved in in uh in the smaller details of that but just so long as you've got a few core things um, in place that you're thinking about, which might in, include um, who your target market is, who this website is for, um, what that audience looks like, some level of appeal to them. If you're, if you're thinking about those things too and then you come to the realization that you don't really know like the best way to actually achieve that and to convey that on your site. That's also a watch point really to come over and speak to an agency or to speak to people about um, how best to actually do that as well. Because once again, first impressions last. So, you know, that's, that's probably a, a very important a watch point for small business. And what are some tips on optimizing your website for small business search results for SEO? Okay, so same thing is this this can actually be very, very, very simple. Is um, if you don't have the tools that like we use a range of different tools to analyze what search terms are being searched for for certain things online. If you don't have access to those tools, then simple things you can do is just to search for terms that relate to your business or to your um, industry or your service. Search for them online and just to see who who actually shows up, like who's actually showing up on the first page in the organic um, search results, even in the ads as well, but specifically in the organic search results, then just having a look at their site and just, you know, having some notes or observing what they're actually doing on their on their site, what sort of content that you can actually see. There's things going on in the background in their site that you won't be able to see, but what you can see, you can make some sort of notes around that. And, you know, it's it's a good idea to kind of analyze and then reverse engineer to some extent what people have already done that have led them to be where they are. That can work quite well. And that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast yet again. Before we go, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. Also, if, you, if you'd like to read the transcript of this episode, please visit our website at roundhouse.cc forward slash web hyphen design. We're on a journey to help local Brisbane businesses grow Today's their opportunities online of the web design and exceed their goals. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Be Bye sure guys. to subscribe for more daily web design and web marketing strategies to help you grow your business and realise your dreams. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you tomorrow here at the Web Design Brisbane podcast.